Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. Man, we are back. And today, I guess, is a moment of gratitude. And this is the first podcast of a married man. Now, again, I was already legally married, like in February this year. Does it does this change anything? Absolutely not. Um, but my goodness, the day has come and go. Guys, it went so quick. And I think the the, the craziest thing about it is everything that happened in such a small amount of time. But then the unfortunate, like, okay, we, we went to Phuket and everything, and we weren't able to fully enjoy it because we were totally sleep deprived. And my wife is battling a ridiculous bout of morning sickness. So... But being on the but let, let, let's scale back all the way to what had happened. You know, when we landed and everything, I finally drove a car for the first time since 2013. And I drove it all the way to our uh, what is it to her parents' house and everything. And then we met her mom, her dad. We were looking at everything, we were finalizing a lot of things, but it was just it was just a Wednesday, right? But then when the Thursday came around. That's when it got really busy. I think we got the first phone call at 547. And it was people like, okay, this, okay, that, okay, this, okay, that. <clears throat> and me, I'm just like, okay, where's Lindsay? Okay, she landed. I got the message. She's going to be on her way. The minivan, uh, the minivan driver, the party bus driver, he's going to be picking her up at about 10 a.m. And they were going to go from there. And this guy was, he was diligent as hell. Uh, we gave him a, a pretty big tip because he was just such an amazing human being. Thai guy too. And so- then uh, again, me and my wife, we got into it a little bit because her, you know, my wife, she just wanted to stay. Man, listen, people, it was hot. All right, not many fans, not many this, that. <clears throat> I stayed there to an X amount of time. Uh, what is it on? I think it was like on Friday. No, it wasn't on Friday. It was on Thursday. And so we were there about six hours already on Thursday. We're talking no air on Thursday. I was dying. And I totally understand about preparations and everything. But me, man, I'm just like, man, I am dying. I didn't get enough sleep, you know, on Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Uh, you know, I didn't get much sleep. I kept tossing and turning. We're going into Thursday. And by the time Friday came around, she just thought I was going to stay there from like the early morning hours. And so we had to go pick up some flowers that this asshole just dropped off at an ATM machine on the fucking Ray main road. It was insane. All right, let's put it that way. But then we picked up one of my students uh, Friday morning. <clears throat> he was the first of the groomsmen to come. We dropped him off and everything. And again, we ended up going to her parents' house. It was good to see everyone and meet everyone. But me, I'm just like, okay, I'm kind of putting flowers together and everything. But to be honest with you, I really don't want to stay here for the next I got you know people who are gonna be coming like at three and so you know she kept making things and again I was trying to help her but at the same time I was like okay but I got folks coming in you know what I mean I need to hurry up and get over there and so nonetheless misunderstanding whatever it had it had happened but Luckily, Lindsay had come in. Uh, I had spoken to her I we took her and her sister to it, it was it was an amazing night. You know, and me and one of my uh, the student that had come in at the very beginning, I came over with a bottle of Hennessy, not Hennessy. Oh, I wish I came over with a bottle of Red Label to him. And I was like, hey, man, you know, let's uh, 
let's have a drink before da, 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 da. And then we ended up drinking before going to this place. And then I saw a teacher who I had worked with nine years prior. And so, I mean, there was just so much that happened. And then of course the morning ceremony that morning, oh man, it was just crazy. You know, we had to wake up, had to be ready at this time. At least I slept a little bit better that time, but I was already a little bit hungover. And then here I am in sweltering heat the entire time. I didn't eat breakfast till about 9.30 a.m. or 10 a.m. I didn't get my first drink until 9.30 a.m. or 10 a.m. drink in terms of water. And I was able to relax for at least four hours, but my wife had it the worst. I had to drop her off at 3.30 a.m. And to go get her makeup done and everything. Then when I came over, I just couldn't believe how beautiful it was. It was truly amazing. And through these people, let's just go, let's, the motions, the amount of different things that happened, the people who I had seen for the first time in nine years, Tonkla and his mother, B, I can't believe she showed up. I was absolutely amazed to see that she had come. Benji, she had come before and we were talking and everything. And I was just like, yo, I could not be more grateful for all of these folks who had come. And, you know, then it was a ceremony, highly emotional. Couldn't believe it. First time I saw our dad die. A lot of her friends died. I remember walking on the stage and I remember seeing all of her bridesmaids like wiping their tears. And I remember Kim Kim. And you guys probably know her. If you've been following me a long time, Kim Kim goes way back to 2015. I've mentioned her on multiple dozens of podcasts. She was there and she was standing right over my right shoulder as my best man. Although Lindsay was like the best, uh, you know, the best woman, whatever, you know. And so, again, after the whole I do thing, then there was like an hour and a half of photos. I was hoping I didn't have to take that many photos and stand with those horrible shoes for that long because it was just too much. But then we had to stand on stage a little bit more and talk a little bit about this and that. And then her boss, the CFO of AirAsia, came on and then all these other things. And then it's like, okay, now we're finished. And then we went back outside Then it was a couple more photos. And then I'm like, you know what? No, I'm going back to the room. And it was 730 at night. Hadn't had a drink. Hadn't had anything to eat. I was just like, man, this is bullshit. I mean, if this is what a reception is, this is garbage. And me, again, getting in my feelings and everything and all that. And you guys already know, it's like, well, you got to take a lot of photos in Asia. Well, in Thai culture, I don't know about Asia. Asia is totally different. But in Thai culture, you got to take a lot of photos. Remember, there were 500 to 700 people that came too uh, of, her, of her parents' family and everything. And then I realized that some of her friends were being total bitches. Uh, the ones that flew, uh, that work with their Air Asian. It's normally, like I told you, the white ties, they have this superiority complex, right? They think that they are better than those who are dark. And so I felt that almost immediately through some of her friends. And I'm just like, man, but I said, okay, Arsenio, you got people who came out here for you. It's 7.30. You get your ass over there and you get a drink. So I hurry up. I immediately went to Mayhem and everyone who was sitting at the table. I was like, what's up? I hurry up and put a double shot of Hong Kong. I said, let's go. My student was already a little bit drunk by that time. We were going head and head. And the next thing you know, I can't remember what happened. Uh, uh, oh, Lindsay said, oh, my God, Paul's on a video call. So we went outside. We're like, Paul, what's up? All this stuff. Paul's the guy that we went to high school with. I had him in my 10th grade. Uh, uh, What was it? Like a nutrition class. And next thing you know, I went back inside. But all of a sudden, everyone was dancing. The band was rocking the house. 
big shout out to the band. That was incredible what they had done. The girl had a wonderful voice and sung the Luther Vandross that, boy, I couldn't believe that she was going to sing Luther Vandross and she hit it. And I was just so happy, you know, and then she was happy too, because, you know, I looked over my right shoulder right after that and I saw her like celebrating with one of her friends. It was so funny. Bouquet toss, you name it, all these different things that had happened. It was just amazing, man. And so it ended at 10 a.m. I was dancing for two hours. I was trying to get a whole bunch of food. The food was amazing. I was hurrying up and trying to eat everything. I was like, oh, my God, okay, I need to eat, 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 eat. And then I'm like, oh, my God, none of this is going to work. And so it just ended up being, you know, at 10 a.m., we just had to go. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I woke up super hungover, had a massive headache. We got in the car with some of our friends, which was great. We went to a cafe. That morning was wonderful. We came back to the hotel. Luckily, that the the little place that we, you know, venue and everything. I told you guys about this, that the manager, he's a very Thai Chinese. So he likes to, he likes to not scam people, but he likes to get extra money. And this is how these types of people get a lot of money and, or make a lot of money. And so he was trying to say, before we even came to this venue, and when we sat down with him, he's like, oh, no, you have to pay extra for this, 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 this. And I was getting mad. I was like, man, we already paid a deposit, and this is the only venue here. Well, he wasn't there at night, but his daughter was. And it's crazy because she was literally in and out of the venue. And she was just taking photos. And I think by the time we checked out, they were like, okay, we're not going to extra charge anything. And it was just amazing because I think they understood the power of advertising and what had happened that night. And again, considering that there was the CFO of Air Asia there and other people, I think all of that, like they were like, you know what? Nah, let's not even, no, nah, no, nah, it's totally fine to hell with it. And so I think that's when everything changed. And so me, we got in the minivan ride. We went all the way down. I had a headache and all that stuff. It took a long time. Even the restaurant, our favorite restaurant that we normally go to, was it appetizing? Of course, it was fantastic, but it wasn't really in the moment because it was just so much traveling. Another hour during, like, through stormy weather, which I thought was amazing, going through the mountains, and it was very stormy. But by the time we got to the hotel, we were totally dead. I went outside on my balcony, took an Instagram story, and I'm like, this is so beautiful, but I'm so sleep-deprived. I don't even know what's going on. And then same thing with my wife. We went to sleep, and I, I don't think I woke up till 6, 6.30, and obviously going to breakfast didn't go to breakfast with my friends who had come with me. Of course, you know, her doctor, uh, her, her sister is a doctor. She we were all very irritable and stuff like that. So right when we checked in, we were like, OK, done. And then we saw them very quickly at dinner. And because we went a little bit early and they were like, oh, OK, da, 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 and all that stuff. And then we saw him on the beach when I wasn't supposed to be swimming on, swimming on the beach. We saw him later on that night. It was the last supper. And then that next morning, we didn't get the we didn't see him and stuff because we had to leave like at 9 a.m. And then it was the very horrible journey all the way back to the airport because this guy had such a heavy foot and he was breaking like a fucking madman. And so to be honest with you, man, it's it I should have stayed three nights because we came so late to the hotel. My goal wasn't to come at 6 p.m. My goal was to get there by about 12 p.m. But a lot of people had to take flights. So we couldn't we couldn't get things done on time and have people out of their hotels on time by that time. 
And so there was another girl that was getting dropped off at a hostel and this and that. And, you know, I'm very happy because I got that opportunity to speak to one girl who lives in Singapore right now, moving back to Thailand, and then one of her other workmates and stuff like that. But it was a journey. It felt like it went too fast. I'm very happy that the first portion of it went the way it did, and it went perfectly. Uh, the food at the catering, I mean, that was truly extraordinary. I could not believe how good and how great they were, uh, you know, and how delicious that food was, too. That was truly a spectacle. And then, you know, being at the hotel, you really didn't do much. However, I did see a lot of my saltwater fish when the tides had receded. And so I went out there and I saw thousands of gobies and angelfish, all different types of angelfish, hermit crabs, snails, sea cucumbers. I saw it all. And so I'm like, well, at least I was able to do some. We didn't go anywhere in Phuket because the thing is very expensive to get around if you don't have a car. We didn't get a car because we didn't want to drive anymore. And that is totally understandable. But and then we got on a plane and we went back to Bangkok, came back to Bangkok, went to sleep early, still sleep deprived the first day. But today I woke up with some energy. And so. With that whole trip being done, I think the scariest part about it is the whole what now. Having a baby on the way is the greatest gift. But what am I going to set? What goals am I going to set for these next months? Even with my job, I'm just like, okay, well, you know what my job and everything. I mean, uh, you know, uh, like I said, working here in Thailand, none of that shit means anything to me. Even online, I'm just like scaling back a little bit because I'm like, okay, well, it's not like pressure, 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 make as much money as you need. It's kind of like, like, so let's take a step. I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to take a week off and I'm going to come back and refocus and reaffirm everything. That's exactly what I am trying to do right now. And so, you know, looking at, again, a lot of the gas bag. I want to say a lot of the, I have a couple of gas bags of students. You know, uh, some of them have, you know, attitudes. And I just can't wait till I'm finished with these dumbass clowns. But nonetheless, I was just away from all my messages for a long time. But I was also amazed by all the beautiful messages I got on IG from the people who actually gave a damn, right? And you always see who is the most important and who's the one who's, you know, the most caring of your students because they're the ones that say congratulations and stuff like that. Everyone else, you see who your true colors are right? And you just know who these people are. And it's fantastic, you know? Um, But now with me, I'm just like, okay, I don't need to pressure, 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 try to make as much money. Me, I'm just like, okay, Arsenio, let's do a transformation. Because now it's different. See, I was saving up for this moment right here. Having friends come in from all around the world, having friends from the South who I used to teach before and teach at their schools, they came up. And I was so happy to see everybody. And now I'm just like, okay, but what now? What do we do now? You know, what am I looking forward to now? What about the holidays? What about this, that? And so I'm going to be doing Transformation Week. It's going to be a lot of different things that we're going to be going over in Transformation Week that I need, that I that I know everyone needs at this specific juncture. Because now that the biggest goal has set in sale, well, Arsenio, you do have a child on the way probably around early February, but, and other than that, 
What are you going to set for yourself this year? What is working? What isn't working? What students are you happy with? What students are you very annoyed with? All of these different combinations and things need to be answered in order for me to say, okay, what are my goals for July? Okay, I could hurry up and set up a, you know, a little small goal and say, okay, well, obviously in the saltwater tank, snails are having, you know, babies. Just saw a little choke snail baby, which is unbelievable in the saltwater tank, but some of the coral is just too big now. I need to get another coral. I'm sorry, another tank. I already know how much that is. And so other than that, you know, uh, you know, and building up that tank, which is going to be another cool project. I mean, okay, what about around the house? Do we need to hurry up and get these windows done? Okay, we got to get a new refrigerator. That's probably going to be the biggest expense that we're going to get. We know exactly which one we need. You know, uh, to be honest with you, I would like to change the gate. I would like to have a little bit more privacy. I don't want anyone looking in here anymore. I don't know. I'm just so done with the neighborhood. And I'm so done with the people across from us where I would like to have a pretty tall gate so that people do not have the ability to look in here. That's what I want. I don't I, I don't put, I don't really care about these folks. I, well, I don't even know these folks. I don't speak to these folks. I don't give a damn about these folks anymore. And so and to be honest with you with this year, other than us on New Year's Day, giving you know, little gift baskets, you know, this upcoming New Year's, we're not giving any. I probably no, we'll probably just give one to the lady on the bicycle. But and because she actually stops by and talks to us, but the people next door over here, no, we took the teacher's uh, gift back, uh, you know, a couple of days after because he was an asshole. The people across from us, the mother is no longer around. So we never speak to him. I haven't said hello to that guy in months. Everyone in this neighborhood, I'm just like, you know what? I would like to have privacy. I would like to have a sanctuary within the madness. And so uh, I think that's one of the really big things that I would like to do. But again, that costs money. And I need to figure out exactly, okay, so who are these people who I need to get in touch with and all these other things? So again, it's trying to make this place as quiet as possible and to make this a place where we come home, we don't feel like we're in our neighborhood. We feel like we're in our own place of Zen. And that's exactly what we are trying to do. You know, and again, I appreciate the people next door over here, over there and stuff. But to be honest with you, I just don't give a damn about like saying hello and, you know, being friendly to it. Nah, I don't care. I really do not care anymore. And so that's why I think it's important to hurry up and build up a gate, a gate that is as big as possible so that we could block out all of the people who actually look in and you know we don't have to look at you know these particular people and those particular people so there's a lot of things in terms of house to do there's a lot of things in terms of you know uh okay reaffirming and seeing okay these students those students these students those students and then obviously after that building up and saying okay what's the overall bigger picture so i got lucky because uh, brendan bouchard's having a transformation week and now it's like okay it's time to dive into this. And that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. So with that being said, people, thank you for spending this moment with me. It's a moment that I probably will look back on in one month and say, okay, now I see how big that was. Meaning the people that I did and everything. And now obviously my wife battling some horrible morning sickness. <sighs> Here comes the big battle, right? And so, again, 
super grateful and a totally different mindset now. Because now when I go everywhere with my ring on, I just, I don't have to speak to a soul. And I'm going to give you one last thing. Lindsay's sister is a doctor. She got her master's at Brown University, Ivy League. Lindsay is a pilot. This is the level of people, the level that my friends are around, that my friends are in. I don't care so much about all the little bullshit anymore. It's not saying, oh, I'm better than you because I have this career. It's the fact that I have winners in my life. Eight years ago, I had a whole bunch of fucking losers at the, le- at the tutorial center. Now I have super winners who are very upbeat and very positive in my life. It's all about that social circle. This is a lot of things. These are the things that we're going to be getting a lot of clarity on. So with that being said, people, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to be jumping into Transformation Week in the next podcast. So stay tuned over and out.